If you don't like travel hacking with the use of credit cards, Scott Kyes has the secrets to getting those airline tickets inexpensively, and that is episode 115 coming up next. Welcome to the Her Money Matters podcast, the preferred podcast by many women across the globe to help you take control of your finances. Join me, Jen Hempel, a motivational money coach and your host each week as I share with you practical, simple money insights and real life stories by women like you. Let's do it. You have made it, and I am thrilled to have you here. Today marks the very last day of season four, and we'll have some replays in the next two weeks, and we'll start right back up at the very beginning in October. And today also marks the first episode ever with a sponsor, which you will hear me speak about for the next few months. If you're not familiar how this works, somewhere in the middle of the episode, you will hear a message from me about our sponsor. Now, today's episode, I am so pumped up about. As you know, I love travel and, well, if you didn't know, now you know. I also know that many people don't feel like travel is something that they can afford, especially when we're talking about Europe or any other overseas travel. So in this episode, Scott Kyes comes to the rescue and the bonus is that you don't have to apply for different credit cards for those points uh, that you have to get for the travel hacking, right? In this episode, you're going to learn the story of why he's so passionate about finding these great deals. You're also going to learn his one secret behind finding the great deals and how this is a different option to travel hacking with credit cards. You're also going to learn the key areas to consider for getting cheaper flights and how Scott managed to fly to Milan for under $200 round trip. And that is no exaggeration. Let me share with you a little bit about Scott Kyes. Scott Kyes is a travel expert who has earned millions of frequent flyer miles and travels tens of thousands of miles per year. He has flown around the earth 14.9 times since 2010, putting 38 different stamps in his passport along the way. He hates paying full price for flights and he just won't do it. And he's also the owner of Scott's Cheap's Flights, which we'll definitely talk about. So let's not delay and let's go ahead and meet Scott. Welcome, Scott Kais, to the Her Money Matters podcast. I'm excited and thrilled to have you here because we're going to be talking to about one of my favorite topics, which is travel. As those that are that are listening, you know I talk about travel quite a bit, and Scott is an expert on this and doing it on a budget, and I'm excited to talk to you. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm excited to be here. Well, Scott, I wanted before we get started, where you're going to share us all the goods on how you get these great and amazing deals on the flights, I wanted to get to know you and how you grew up around money. So let's dig into a little bit about your money story, how you grew up, maybe conversations that you heard, maybe what you were taught around money, those type of things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I grew up in a very frugal household. 
we, you know, would buy all our food in bulk from, you know, Sam's Club or Costco. Friends would come over and come to the basement and think, uh, you know, this is like a Y2K shelter or something because we just have like hundreds and hundreds of cans of like Chef Boyardee and, <laughs> you know, soups and random stuff like that. So I, from a very early age, was taught to basically pinch my pennies and, and to live as frugally as possible. And I still, for the most part, retain that sort of sensibility. I've tried, you know, like the older I've gotten, the the more I've tried to be willing to pay a little bit more money for things that's a bit more of an investment, Uh, you know, your sort of longer term items, you know, furniture, bikes and things like that. Whereas growing up, you know, through college, just out of college, it was always, you know, no matter what it was, it was whatever was cheapest, whatever was least expensive. And to a certain extent, my approach to money and travel has also followed that same thing, you know, growing, like when I first started traveling during college, right after it was always, you know, fine. Absolutely. The the cheapest ticket possible didn't matter if it had, you know, four layovers and 24 hours in, you know, Been Panama there, City that. on route. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, the number of airports that I've slept in the floor on, the number of, you know, I mean, bizarre places I've slept in just to like avoid, get out of like paying for a night at a hotel is, is countless. <laughs> but so that, you know, the older I've gotten, I've gotten away from that a little bit, but I think I still mostly retain that sensibility of wanting to like, travel as frugally as possible and that's sort of what kind of prompted me to get into this travel hacking sphere in the first place was that i graduated college i took a look at my bank account there were probably three digits in there not four digits or five and so i but i really wanted to travel and so i knew you know if i was going to try to merge these two factors i was going to have to be able to travel as as inexpensively as possible and so this sort of led to like figuring out, okay, you know, what sorts of travel hacks are out there? What sorts of things can I do to make sure that when I'm traveling, I'm not getting taken for a ride. I'm not paying more than I need to be. And that, you know, that sort of got the ball rolling on the cheap travel hacking business. And now I do it for my job. That's my living now. I love it. And I love that you, the structure of your business, because with travel hacking, the first thing when I think of travel hacking, I think of credit cards, mm-hmm. uh, you know, using the points, uh, which I guess you can do here to an extent. But you with your service, you are I mean, I've seen I think I see when a flight from I think it was Washington, D.C., because this is where we're currently live to Ireland mm-hmm. for like less than $400 round trip. I think that's what it was recently. Yeah. Yeah, it was unreal. Unreal. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, no, I mean, it's still to this day, even though I've been doing this for two years, those types of like 300, you know, $350 round trip fares to Europe is still like, wow, I can't believe you can actually get to Europe, you know, right. cheaper than it costs for me to like fly home for Thanksgiving. Right. Because from going cross country from DC to San Diego, it costs me more than that. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so it's unreal. So how what's the secret? How do you find these great deals? Mm, I put in an ungodly amount of time on the flight search engines. That's a big, big, big part of it. I almost liken it to uh, a restaurant where anybody can, you know, cook dinner at home. But the reason why you go, why the restaurant industry exists and, you know, so thriving is that people don't always want to be doing all the work themselves. They don't want to deal with the dishes. They want, you know, they want a much more convenient Mm -hmm. um, atmosphere and one that's better prepared. And 
I think that's a lot of ways the uh, how Scott's cheap flights is modeled that you know we're not using any flight search engines or any algorithms that aren't you know it's all, everything we do is publicly available it's just that the best deals off you know your $350 flights to Europe you know to I, DC to Ireland those ones oftentimes they only last 24 48 hours at most sometimes they mm-hmm. only last a few hours and so finding out about them early basically as soon as they pop up is the key to be able to have enough time to actually get them booked before you know the airlines realize oh wow we should actually we shouldn't be selling that flight for $350 or maybe there's only like 10 seats on any given date at you know at that price point right and so finding out about those flights early before they disappear is the key to being able to get them get over to Europe without uh, without liquidating your savings. Right. So basically, your secret is you are spending a lot of time on the computer, on the internet, searching. With, uh, do you use like Google Flights? Like do you use mm. or uh, do you use a multitude of those uh, flight or uh, travel engine, travel yeah, search engines? Google, Fli- Google Flights, Kayak, Skyscanner, Momondo, you know, you name it. I mean, we're talking – eight, 10, 12, 14 hours a day that I'm just spending on there. Searching you it. yourself. It, so do you have a team yeah. that helps you do that? Or at this point, you're still there, there is a team, it's starting to grow, especially in the past six months. But it's uh, still put in all those hours for the US uh, uh, for the US and Canada list specifically, because we operate around the world now, you know, yeah. not just US and Canada, but also Europe and Australia, Latin America, Asia, all that. But I put in these hours searching for those US deals because for whatever reason that's what I enjoy doing like mm-hmm. it, we all have our little kind of quirks in this world that we you know I have some people really like keeping up with the Kardashians and some people <laughs> really like you know cooking and for whatever reason I just really like hunting for cheap flights that that's that's my passion. That's your thing. That's my thing <laughs> that- and I'm super lucky that I've been able to turn that into an actual business and not only turn into a business like from a personal standpoint, but also that I can use it to help all these people be able to take, you know, honeymoons and visit relatives and take these awesome vacations that they didn't think they'd be able to afford otherwise. Right. And I love that that you said that and you bring that up too, because that's travel is one thing when I work with the women that I work is one thing that they want to be doing more, but they feel that they can't, that they can't afford Mm. this. And mm-hmm. I think what you do, I think disputes that, like it gives them the opportunity. So it's so amazing that, yes, yeah, so you've been able to turn into a business, but like you said, you're helping people do something more often than they felt like they can do because of that, either that mindset or that mentality that they they can afford this. So I think it I think it's huge and I love if I'm a subscriber and you have two options with your uh, business and can you tell us a little bit of how you can subscribe? You've got the paid option mm-hmm. and you got the free option. Can you tell us a little bit of how that works and what the differences are in each? Yeah, absolutely. So we have uh, like you mentioned a free list and a paid list. And we encourage actually everyone to sign up for the free list first because we like uh, folks to come in and, and get a sense of how it works, you know, because it's it's a little bit new. It's a little bit different. It's not like going to kayak and just putting in your dates and getting uh, cheap flights for those. It's not like uh, some of these services like Flystein or Flight Fox where you can request, you know, personal help like, hey, I want to go to Barcelona. Can you help me find a flight on these dates for cheap? 
the way Scotchy Flights operates is that me and, and my team spend all day, every day, just searching for these really cheap fares. We have no control over when they pop up or what routes are going to pop up. But, you know, as soon as they do those, that, you know, DC to Dublin for 350, that, um, you know, uh, there was one last week all over the U.S. to Japan for like $370 round trip. When those ones pop up, we are going to be there and we are going to find those. And we're going to and what we do then is we email it out to subscribers. It's an email list where as soon as you know, so you actually don't have to do anything. You don't have to be doing any searching yourself. As soon as we find it, you know, we email it out to subscribers with um, information, you know, about the fares, when it's available, what the normal price is for that route, what airline it's on, how long I think it's going to last, and then some information, you know, some links like, hey, here's a sample search for how to book the the actual fare, the, and then so. I like folks to come in and try out the free list first and, and, you know, get a sense of it and feel like, okay, is this something that, you know, is useful for me? And then, you know, for folks who feel like, okay, yeah, I really like this. I might want some more of it. We have the, the premium list. And so what the premium list does is all the deals get sent out to the premium list. Whereas uh, for the free list, just one out of every three deals goes to them. Okay. Got it. That's one of the differences for uh, the free list. You uh, select your departure region. So what for DC, that would be uh, the Northeast region. So you would get all the deals departing the Northeast uh, or all the free deals departing the Northeast. Whereas for folks on the premium list, they can choose specific airports that they want to learn for. So maybe you'll say, I only want deals departing BWI, DCA, Mm -hmm. and IAD, or I only want deals departing Chicago. Like I'm not interested in anything else. So you would only actually get those deals. You wouldn't get any emails of deals that aren't relevant to you. In addition, premium subscribers get uh, text message alerts. Premium mm-hmm. subscribers don't don't get any ads, and they get the deal thirty minutes before the free subscribers. Which a lot of interesting. Time, you know, it might sound trivial, but for a lot of the best deals, you know, these mistake fares, the the ones that go really cheap. There's a huge one last year, uh, DC down to Chile uh, mm-hmm. for 170 bucks round oh trip. Oh my gosh! Seriously, a ton, a ton of people I know got in on that. Like, like <gasps> I, would, I would hear stories for folks, you know, who are on the plane, like talking to other people, and there were, you know, do, like a dozen or two dozen different Scottsdale flight subscribers. Oh, on that there is so amazing. DC. Yeah, it's crazy to hear. But, you know, ones like that, like they oftentimes don't last very long, maybe an hour or two, maybe like a little bit more. And so getting that extra 30 minutes can can sometimes mean the difference. Today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by Barry Tesler Linden and The Art of Money. What happens when a creative body-based wisdom somatic psychotherapist in training gal suddenly falls in love with bookkeeping and all things money? A whole new approach to dealing with money gets born. The creative woman I'm talking about is Barry Tesler Linden, a financial therapist, mamapreneur, author, and creator of the year-long money school, The Art of Money. And she's been a featured guest of this podcast. Over the past 15 years, Barry has guided thousands of people into happier, more empowered, and refreshingly honest relationships with money with her unique three-phase methodology for deep money work. If you'd like a free introduction to Barry's wonderful method, check out her free e-course. It's called A Pocket Map for Your Money Road Trip. You'll get a short email each day for a week 
Introducing you to a whole new way to bring unshaming, smarts, and playfulness to your money relationship. Check it out at barrytesler.com. You won't be disappointed, or check the link on the show notes of this episode. So that's sort of the difference between the free and the paid list. The premium list, they're different subscription plans, but it works out to about a few bucks a month. You know, three, it's not uh, expensive uh, at yeah, all. Three or, four, I... three or four bucks a month or so. I know you mentioned uh, that you recommend doing the free. Well, I, I'm a rebel and I went <laughs> premium, <laughs> premium because I've, you know, I heard about you from Whitney and, uh, and she's like adore loves travel. Like I do travel and coffee. You seem to be our thing, but, uh, <laughs> but so I saw the trips that she was taking and I'm like, there's no question. I mean, I we we yeah. love travel. There's no question. We're just gonna. I mean, it was not expensive at all t- for the time because I experienced just recently. We were trying to, uh, and this was, I mean, just after subscribing, so it wasn't. I think I needed to be a subscriber for beforehand. We were trying to pl- plan a, a vacation, and granted, my husband's in the military, and the dates got changed of when we could travel, meaning the dates were changed to a closer date, so meaning the mm-hmm. flights were more <laughs> expensive. Yep. Uh, so we had to completely change our plans from going to Europe to Seattle. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> uh, we, 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 yeah, a little Before we jump into today's content, keep your ears peeled for a unique reveal I'll be sharing midway through the show. It's something special just for you. But different. So, um, but what I have found so helpful with your service, you take the work off, which I had to do the work myself, which, I mean, I like searching for deals, but... I'm, I don't want to sit there for hours trying to search for the deals. Like if you, Scott, mm. and I'm just letting you know one thing that was like a pain point for me, and I don't know if you can make it happen. This is just yeah. my my big dream sure, <laughs> is sure. obviously you've taken care of the flights. But the other part that was difficult for me was coordinating, like figuring out because we were actually looking at Costa Rica and figuring mm. out where to stay, how long, and then try to incorporate the travel or the flights in between there. Oh my goodness, that was not mm. that that part. Yeah, a lot, a lot of planning, a lot of logistics. You know, there. What? It's not something that we do specifically, just right. because we keep our focus narrow. But there are a lot of great new companies that are popping up to start to provide that sort of like 21st century travel agent experience. You oh, know, I know there's I'm... a new one called. I think it's called Go Journey. I haven't used them. I haven't used them specifically, but but I've heard good things that you know, it's like you said, they kind of not only take into account all your flight times and stuff, but then help you build a sort of crafted vacation where, you know, it's like you tell them what types of stuff you're interested in. They're like, okay, you know, day one, you'll do this at 9 a.m. You'll go here at noon and all that type of stuff. And they, you know, take the logistics into account, get everything figured out. And so oh, I'm for folks to look who, that up. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it, it's interesting. They're just different types of travelers. There are ones who really, you know, get a kick out of sort of doing all the planning and being sort of very like a la carte and figuring it all themselves. And there's some folks who just want to go on vacation and just like relax and not have to deal with 
planning and logistics and everybody's different. There's no right or wrong way. Right. And it's great that there are like different sorts of services that can cater to both types of travelers. Right. I can do the flights to and from and one hotel, but once you involved <laughs> different location, I'm like, oh my goodness. So tell me a little bit like, so let's take into different scenarios. Like, let's say you have kids. Kids are in school 10 months out of the year, depending, or some are year round. For mm-hmm. families like that, are these deals that you send doable? Because I know in your emails, you'll send the the price, uh, approximately mm-hmm. how long it's available, when, mm-hmm. uh, which mm-hmm. is always interesting because it's always because I'm like, oh, let's jump on it. And then it might be yeah. not available till let's say Thanksgiving or something like that. So mm-hmm. how can with a family that maybe can't take the kids out of school for the travel, how do you suggest they best use your service? Sure. So there are a couple things. I mean, in general, it's worth keeping in mind that the toughest times to find cheap flights are peak summer. So you know, (laughs) mid June through mid August and around the Christmas New Year holiday. That's just part of how it is. There's not a lot of way around it. That having been said, we know that those are the most desirable times. So we're always looking for them. And so the number of even though it's not nearly as common as those non-peak times, you know, even just today, I just sent out a deal peak summer over to Taiwan from you know, Chicago and San Francisco and elsewhere for about 390 bucks round trip, wow. which is, you know, normally that peak summer flight is going to cost closer to a thousand dollars. So they happen like it's not again, it's not terribly common. Okay. You're talking about uh, you need a, a definitely more advanced planning. So trying to make these reservations, gosh, sometime in, in, you know, basically off season, six months in advance. Ideally, if you wait till April or May to try to make your peak summer plans, like we did, not terribly <laughs> likely to get cheap flights and even less likely if you're, if you're, you know, very specific about where you want to go in general, you know, the more flexible you can be either about dates or about locations or even about departure airports, the better chance you'll have for finding a cheap flight. I'll give you an example. Uh, I actually used to live in D.C., spent four or five years there. The best deal that I ever got was nonstop from New York City to Milan for 130 bucks round trip. I'm Um, just like in awe, like seriously. It was was incredible. And I never, you know, I didn't even know I wanted to go to Milan. It wasn't on my radar at all until I found a deal for 130 bucks. And then I was like, of course, I have to go for that price. But, you know, I didn't live in New York at the time and flights from D.C. to Milan would have cost 800, 900 bucks. I don't even know if they fly that route nonstop. So what I did was I booked this, I kept an eye on New York fares, booked that out of New York. And then I just took, you know, a $20 bus ride up to New York, hung out with some friends for the weekend. It was great. I got to see some folks and then, you know, took my flight out on Monday morning and, and spent the week over in Italy. So being, you know, again, going back to this notion of flexibility, mm-hmm. definitely, definitely helpful in terms of finding cheap flights. In terms of folks who have kids, your best likelihood for cheap flights that kind of follows around the school schedule is likely the week of Thanksgiving. You know, I know know some places give the whole week off. Some places just give, you know, Wednesday through Sunday off. Thanksgiving tends to be a time when uh, there's a lot still, like even up through October, there's cheap flights, you know, a, a ton of different places. 
that are still available for most of the week or part of the week that is probably the best bet in terms of timing to reliably get cheap international flights. Okay. So basically, uh, some keys takeaways I'm getting is Thanksgiving is a good, especially if you're looking, if you have kids in school or can't get away from the job, could be Thanksgiving. Flexibility. Uh, mm-hmm. And then flexibility in terms of where you fly from the airport, and then as far and, as and where, and where you travel to, and where I you mean, travel you know, to. If you're not if you're not specific about where you want to go, you're much 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 more likely to get a cheap flight. So, for example, because I know I've heard you say this, and I'm like, I never would have thought that's so simple. Where, and so let's say you're traveling to Europe to search for like the flights that are getting you to Europe the cheapest and then within Europe travel to the other. And I was like, oh my goodness, that is (laughs) such a simple uh, solution that we don't think about. You know, I've saved saved probably 500 bucks each time by when I was going to Norway and to Ireland Mm -hmm. by instead of booking straight to those places from DC, actually, I found cheap flights to Brussels. I think it was like 250 bucks round trip. So I just booked flights to Brussels. And then from, you know, from Brussels to Norway or from Brussels to Dublin was like 50 bucks or something. I mean, the budget airlines in in Europe are just, they're everywhere and they're incredible. Or even the trains. Right. And so, yeah, getting sort of across the ocean as cheaply as possible and then figuring out how to get to your final destination always really rec- definitely recommended right when i heard that and i'm like so simple why well, i, I yeah. couldn't i didn't think about that which is i think such genius advice and then mm. the other thing is when you send out these um notifications they tend to be six months ahead of time or just do, are they sometimes like in the next month or there's no really yeah. rhyme or reason it, of how it works it varies. I mean, in general, the la- in general, last minute fares tend to jump in price. So, you know, if you waited till a week or two beforehand, not terribly likely there'll be something cheap, though it can happen. But the biggest indicator is more what time of year. So, oh. you know, again, going back to the peak summer and the Christmas New Year's timeframes are by far the most expensive. Once you, you know, with the sort of off season late August and especially September through mid-December and the like January through May tend to be really cheap and much easier to book, you know, even a month or two in advance. In general, you know, the more advanced planning you can do, the better. Like that sort of two to six month time frame is what I usually recommend, assuming you're not going during peak times, mm-hmm. um, booking, you know, two to six months in advance. That's when chip fares tend to be the cheapest Sometimes it can be even further out if you're a real advanced planner, but there's definitely doesn't have to be like, doesn't have to be six months or anything in advance. A lot of times, you know, we're still seeing plenty of cheap flights for kind of late August onward, especially, you know, September, October. And that's only, gosh, two or three months away at this point. Right, right. Well, I can't imagine with what you do how much money obviously you've saved people so what are some of the stories that you have heard from your users uh that i mean i would love to hear from just traveling just with a cheaper flight or what are some of the stories that you have heard because i'm sure it is beyond uh beyond you save me money i'm sure maybe it's like honeymoon that were they weren't going to be able to take or i don't know what are some of those Mm. stories I love those stories. The So, okay, my favorite ones are the honeymoons that people didn't think they were going to be able to afford mm-hmm. until they 
you know, all of a sudden got this flight for 400 bucks to Paris that they were expecting to have to pay like a thousand dollars. I love those ones. I love the engagement stories. You know, we've got um, on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash got cheap flights. We have a, a few stories and pictures posted up of like there's a guy and his his now fiance in uh, this like main square in Budapest uh, with him, you know, on one knee and they're just so happy. Uh, you know, I got this great trip. He said, I got the perfect spot to propose to my girlfriend, Aww. Hero Square in Budapest. And then where are we getting married? Mexico City, because Scott always raves about and sent out a great deal. Like, I love seeing those ones. Yeah. And then the other story that we hear a lot that is always really heartwarming are the family trips that people didn't get to take, that, mm-hmm. that, they, that they didn't think they would be able to take. So a lot of times that's maybe they have relatives, you know, who live in, in Europe or Asia or somewhere that they haven't seen in years, 10 years or more often, because flights have been really expensive. They expected to have to pay well over a thousand dollars. And then all of a sudden at 400 or 300 dollars, they can be like, yes, you know, I can, I can just buy that and go see this relative that I haven't seen in a long time. We have a photo up of this really nice one of one of our subscribers, Patrick, who uh-huh. went and I think his dad is living in Singapore and he was in San Francisco and they like found this really cheap flight and met up in Hong Kong. And they both are like big rugby fans. So there was a big <laughs> rugby tournament. They like got to go experience that together. You know, they're just at this game holding a couple beers, like look like they're having a great time. Like seeing those types of stories, the cheap flight they were able to find and, and get out to folks that's making that possible is just incredibly, incredibly gratifying. It is. I mean, because all from you wanting to find some flights because you were obviously, I mean, even it's just interesting how your money story just kind of connects a little bit with what you're doing because you grew up around a household that there wasn't around a lot of money or there was a lot of frugality. And Mm. then now you're looking for cheap flights, right, for people, but, and obviously you, you use them too, but it's just interesting how that turns. But I really commend you because it's, the what the impact that you're making because like i said travel is something that people want to do more but they feel that they can't and you're giving them that opportunity uh to do that which is which is huge so i really commend you on what you're doing and and for you and your team taking the time because i couldn't do it (laughs) i'm looking for those slides i know someone's (laughs) got to do it so thank you for you know making it convenient for someone like me (laughs) Well, thank you. Uh, to do that. So I, I definitely, definitely appreciate it. Uh, Scott, this has been fantastic. I really have enjoyed uh, talking to you about travel, which I absolutely love. I think um, there's a lot that we, I know I took from uh, this interview. And I know those of you listening are taking are just eating this up as well. So I appreciate you um, sharing your nuggets, uh, your insight, your story. And I will definitely link up the link for your site and the show notes. Uh, or is there anything else, any added tips that you'd like to uh, add before we sign off? No, I think we got it. Thank you so much for having me on. This is really great to get to, to get to chat about it. I oh, appreciate it. I was like, I'll, I'm, you can't see my smile, but <laughs> just smiling <laughs> huge because I just absolutely love this stuff. So I really, really appreciate you. And again, I commend you for everything that you're doing. Such good stuff, right? I completely had a blast talking to Scott, and I hope that you got as much out of this episode as I did. 
Now, I want to do a quick shout out to Olivia and Catherine in our community for supporting Amy with her question. She wanted some feedback on the best way for tracking expenses. So they jumped in, gave her their feedback, their tips, and I completely love that. So Olivia and Catherine, if you're listening, a big, big thank you for that. As far as today's episode, I completely, and I'm not exaggerating, love what Scott has created because it gives those opportunity to do the travel that they didn't think was affordable. And as you heard me mention, I think that is huge. And I also found interesting that he grew up in a family that was very frugal And for whatever reason, his parents were that way, but that transitioned into this business. So maybe he's not frugal in other areas. We didn't discuss that, but in terms of travel, that's an area that he still really finds the best deals possible and saves all the money that he can. So I thought that was very interesting. Now, I wanted to give you a quick action task because if you are one that would want, wants to travel more, but feels that you can't afford it. This may be the opportunity with what he provides. So I want you to take out a sheet of paper and jot down the different places that you'd love to travel. Those places that you thought were not possible to go to write those down. Now, if you have a bucket list of places, you've already done that homework, just review that. And then I encourage you to go to his website, check it out. That's scottscheapflights.com. I'll have a link in the show notes and just sign up for his newsletter because you're going to get the information. I love how he breaks it down. You're going to get information in terms of obviously how much the flight is approximately how long it's available. You're also going to get information. I'm trying to think what else the dates that the travel would be for. And he even gives you a little tidbit about that particular country, maybe some tip. So it's really, really valuable. And I think you'd get a lot out of it. And so just want, and the reason why I'm encouraging you is that because if you have some of those countries or places that you thought were not possible to visit, this might give you the opportunity if an alert comes up for that country. So I want you to start thinking of the places, uh, start Googling how, uh, what kind of things there are to do there, get an estimation of the other costs, non-airline related. So that way you have an idea and sign up for his alert. So if that alert comes up for that particular city and country, and you've maybe start to plan, and that's the other thing, start planning and start putting some money aside, then you are just golden. Now, full disclosure, I am an affiliate. So if you decide to do his paid version down the line and you sign up with the link in the show notes, I am an affiliate. So I just wanted to let you know that, but no biggie if you don't. Next week, we are going to do a replay. As you know, we have two weeks of a break before we go to a new season. And next week, we're going to replay the episode with Cindy Livesey, where she shares her fantastic frugal living secrets. So that is a wrap for today. I want to thank Scott 
for joining us, for sharing his story, for sharing all those great tips that I wasn't aware of about saving for travel. And you can check out more on where to find him over at jenhemphill.com forward slash 115. Also, don't forget if you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it. And thanks so much for supporting this podcast. I can't believe how far we have been or have gotten to with this podcast. So I'm really, really appreciative of your support because this is not made possible without your support. So thanks again for listening. And I will talk to you next Thursday for the replay. 